the visa with grandpa. Did that confuse you? Hopefully it brought, brought just a little emotion like what is with him today? Because that's what we're going to talk about is emotion. The Latin word for emotion is emotere. Hopefully I said that the correct way. So if I didn't, please forgive me. But that word literally means energy in motion. No Emotion. I love that word. And so to mentor, we need to understand our emotions and the emotions of our mentees. So, so far, I have given you four assignments since we started or since I started teaching how to mentor for addicts. I hope you've done all of them or some of them or at least tried because they would have created emotions, which, like I said, is energy and motion. By doing them or by not doing them, which both is okay because it both will give us a different emotion so we can understand what's going on now. The first assignment that I gave you, if you remember, was to pick someone to mentor. And what was so cool about it? They weren't supposed to know you were mentoring them, correct? The second one was to think of them as... Do you remember? Awesome. Yes. Everybody is awesome and we think of them as awesome. So that's the second assignment. The third was to write three positive things each day in a notebook about your mentee. And the fourth was to choose in. Not think, well, maybe this will work, maybe not, but to choose in. Commit. So let's analyze your emotions. If you didn't do the assignment, what emotions did you have when you didn't do them? Did you think, oh, this assignment's silly? Or did you think, oh, this assignment's too hard? So please just look inside and see if you can remember what you felt, what stopped you, and see if you recognize the emotion that you felt. Is the energy that you felt, the energy in motion, lifting you up or is it weighing you down? Either answer is okay. We just need to understand. So once we understand our own emotions, we can help our mentee understand theirs. Because we're here to learn not to beat ourselves up or, you know, we're never really here to beat anybody up. Just learn. No failure, only feedback. So... And the other side, if you did the assignment, you may have felt the conflicting emotion of or a conflicting emotion and energy. Did the task make sense to you or were you going, that was weird. That was confusing. Or you may have said, that was really cool. I really like that. You You could have any different array of emotions. So the goal was to create more positive energy than negative energy or more positive emotion than negative emotion. For example, you know, we had a very negative emotion from the unknown of COVID as it went through. When you go to the dentist with a sore tooth, you have this negative emotion, at least I always do. Well, I should, I'll change that once I get done with the story, but you'll understand what I'm talking about. I had, when I went a long time ago, I had this negative emotion because both sides in my cheek or my jaws hurt. I went, ah, shoot, I got two cavities. I know. So 
five seconds or even, you know, just a couple of seconds or even just immediately before the dentist told me these words, I was dreading him telling me I had two cavities. I was dreading everything. But then he came in and he said these simple words, your teeth are fine. You have allergies. I went, I can deal with allergies. That's so great. And that was a relief. Nothing had changed in my mouth. The only thing that had changed was the updated information that brought me relief. So the same thing can happen when you go to the doctor, when you go to the mechanic, you don't know what your car is going to be like, when you take a math test, or anything that causes you or where you have had an emotional wreck, anything that causes you anxiety. Does that make sense to anybody? If not, let me explain it just a little different way. So another way of explaining that is, what is energy? Energy is the flow of something. It can be electrons, which is the electricity we think about. It could be water. It can be exploding material, happiness, sadness, you name it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, you know, all sorts of things have energy. And unless you change the flow of the energy, it keeps coming until it runs out, which happens to us in our lives at times. So please raise your leg if there is flow to your life. Hmm. Did that catch you? Did the oddness of that question change the flow of your energy? Were you saying, did he say that right? And the energy that was there changed? Well, what's more important to know is how does your energy flow? Abundantly, which means we got lots of it, or scarcely, meaning we have little at all. And did the other question that's important is, did you knowingly decide how much flow you wanted? Or did the energy flow regulate itself just by chance? You're saying, wait, Grandpa, that's not fair. Is the amount of energy up to me? Well, yes, it is. Do you want to know how and when you started to set those energy flow amounts in your life? Well, daily, actually. started when you were young, you know, start, first started having thought, and then it continues to go every day. And those emotional emotional wrecks we talk about at times, they change it immensely. So the good news is I'm going to teach you how to start increasing the volume of your energy. And you thought this mentoring class was for your mentee? You're right, but mentors that use the same tools that they teach are better received by mentees than those that don't. Credibility is the energy that you're going to obtain by doing this so that your mentee will say, is that true? And you go, yep, did it myself. It's kind of like a dog I had when I was a teenager. Her name was Corky. Actually, it was my brother's dog. And she was extremely protective and very mean, you know, very fierce, very scary. And that most people were scared of her and she knew it. One night, my little sister, who would have been under 10 years of age, she was home alone and listening to the radio, 
and they announced over the radio that someone had escaped from the county jail had not and had not been caught. We lived outside on a farm, so she was scared. She was all alone. And this is in the olden days when you couldn't text or, you know, no cell phones. There was just a little phone hooked up to the to the wall. So what she did is she went out into Corky's doghouse. And the dog knew it. The dog was there to protect her because she knew my little sister was scared. Corky knew that. And so she was, she knew what she was doing. She was there to protect. And when my dad drove home, he said he just looked out and seen Corky and knew something was up. And to, to a happy outcome, everything worked out well. And everybody read each other because of the emotion they were giving off to one another. We don't, we don't think we can communicate that well, but we do with our subconscious minds because our subconscious minds send energy out, but it also creates what we've talked about or what we'll talk about later is body language. What is body language? It's the language that comes from our body. Like you, you've all seen it. There's the book out there that's called, written by an FBI agent and it's called What Everybody is saying, has anybody heard of it? Anybody read it? It talks about how you can read and see what people are doing. But what's cool is you can take body language and change it, which changes the emotions inside the person. But that's going to be in a future podcast, and you'll be really excited to hear about that stuff. So why am I talking about energy and emotions so much? Well, because addictions are almost always a coping mechanism from emotional wrecks that we've had. Therefore, we, we want to learn how we can deal with our emotions so that we can diffuse the negative ones and empower, increase the positive ones. Does that make sense to you? You know, increase the bad? Nope, wrong way. Increase the good, decrease the bad. So when did our output of energy start? Well, sadly, our energy output started when we were infants. How old is that? Yeah, not a zip zero, nothing. As infants, we started to believe life was for us or against us. And does that sound fair? that, you know, that such an important thing would happen when we didn't have any clue what was going on? No, I would agree it doesn't. I had my own tragic events that taught me that life was against me. And I turned down the volume of my energy out of fear because I started to believe if everything didn't go right, somebody was going to die because I had seen two deaths before I was seven years old. So, how did I turn down the energy volume? Well, my subconscious mind decided to protect me, which yours and everybody's subconscious mind, the main purpose of it is to protect us. And I can prove that it turned down my energy level by looking at my past, my history of my own life. I slowed down the, my energy of goodness and trying and and production and thinking I could do things after high school. And I continued to do so until I was 47 years old. 
That's when I realized I had been hating myself and my life. And I had to choose whether I wanted to believe life was for me or against me. Does that sound silly? Well, of course, you'd want to choose it's for you instead of against you. But a better question to ask is, how do you make that choice? Well, energy is a choice we consciously make until that choice is taken over by our subconscious minds, like walking. We walk subconsciously after time. Well, but we still decide where we're going, and you can still change. Fear, shame, embarrassment, pain, and loss helped me make that decision, and it helps you too also. And you're going, what do you mean helps? Well, it's the cause. Now you can make your own choice and your own decision, and it'll take time, but just like if you hurt your knee, you'll change it quickly because you'll start to limp. Likewise, I want you to realize you are hurting now. You're limping now. And I want you to realize that so you'll focus on changing quickly. Because the cool thing is, is as soon as we start to change, it's kind of like a domino effect. It increases on itself. And if you're like, if your knee hurts for too long, you get used to limping. And the same thing has happened to us. We've been accustomed to our lower energy. Therefore, it seems normal. It's just like someone that limps all the time. But what I said is really cool is I'm not asking you to work harder physically. What I'm asking you to do is to work smarter by believing in yourself so that your subconscious mind will believe that the energy is good. By choosing in on yourself that you can so that you can tell your mentee that these is this is what happens when you choose in. Energy starts to flow. And the way we choose in is by consciously reprogramming ourselves and saying we can do this. So I invite you to increase your choosing energy and see what potential energy you have. So between now and the next podcast, I invite you to start immediately by folding up a piece of paper so you can carry it around with you every day, a new piece of paper, and answer this question on it every time a thought the thought comes to you to answer the question. Because you'll ask it of your subconscious mind and it'll tell you at times. So what you want to ask is, what will people say about me you, not me, but me, yeah, you know, you got that, at my funeral. If the answer is negative, then write that down. People are going to say negative things about me. They're going to say, write down all those negative answers. If it's positive, smile. But if it's negative, write it down. And then every night, throw it away. Okay? So this is bonus material. Did you hear the train drive by my house at the end there? Nope, you didn't. That was my phone. And I kind of had to laugh. Because that was what, the last two seconds?
when I was full of anger and my emotions were negative, I would have been just disgusted and I would have been disgusted with myself. And so I'm learning as I talk to, you know, when I was working and talk to people and I go, where's, why do you feel that way? And they go, I don't know. I just do. I hate everything. I think everything hates me. And so when that happened, I kind of chuckled because I knew who it was. It was somebody, it was a phone call I needed to take and I chanced it and I missed it by two seconds. I would have thought, well, in the past, I would have thought everybody hates me. God hates me. The world hates me. But changing my emotions, I've realized that, well, two seconds, maybe it was so I could make a bonus track. Hmm, maybe so. What bonus tracks do we have? What bonus tracks do our mentees have that we and they used to think were negative? Because they're going to say good things about us at our funeral. See you in a couple days.